Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good Risings, I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Happy Tuesday. We're on day two of our week talking gratitude. Yesterday, we kicked it off with a little bit of evolution. Today, we're moving on to gratitude's effect on our health. I think everyone is at least a little bit aware of the idea that gratitude is good for us. Maybe you have a good grasp on the actual physical benefits Or maybe you're like most people and your understanding of gratitude is just that it feels like a nice thing to do. And that's not wrong. It's not wrong, but it goes much deeper than that. Gratitude is one of our primary means of becoming happier, increase confidence, increase optimism, and decrease stress. Exactly. So let's start with that stress. Studies show that people who engage in more support-giving behaviors become less threat-sensitive, which means that we're less likely to perceive external forces as threats. Threats to our time, threats to our confidence, to our belief systems, or to our general well-being. And in situations where we feel sudden stress, turning our thinking toward gratitude can have an immediate effect on our body's fight-or-flight response by mitigating the release of cortisol and adrenaline. A daily practice can help to stave off that jumpy stress response and decrease long-term or chronic stress significantly. Gratitude also enhances dopamine and serotonin, the hormones associated with bliss and happiness. It also leads to better sleep. Many spiritual practices teach that gratitude is a key component of grace, intrinsically tied to our spiritual well-being and our relationship with God. How fitting then that neurology seems to be helping to confirm this age-old thought. With functional magnetic resonance imaging, researchers have discovered much higher activity in the brain regions associated with moral cognition, value judgment, and theory of mind in people who are actively engaging in gratitude. Right. This area of the brain is responsible for our ability to discern between right and wrong, and is responsible for our ability to say no even when we want to say yes. Put plainly, grateful people have an easier time knowing right from wrong and acting accordingly. Next, gratitude leads directly to optimism. Like we discussed during our week on confidence, optimism plays a significant role in our ability to stick to goals, take bigger risks, which lead to bigger rewards. And for obvious reasons, it increases our day-to-day happiness, whereas pessimism does the opposite on all fronts. Further, consistent gratitude is proven to restructure the brain via neural pathways, which, with enough practice, will make optimism your innate means of thinking. Finally, gratitude leads to deeper connections. Feeling and expressing gratitude leads to the perception and acceptance of support, which leads to improved communication, which leads to stronger interpersonal relationships. This goes back to our conversation yesterday on the evolution of gratitude. 
As we evolved, our survival depended on our ability to successfully operate in groups. Those groups were built on reciprocity, the fulfillment of roles, which often meant that we were serving one another in exchange. For example, the role of the hunter and the role of the gatherer. It makes perfect sense that a major aspect of our ability to bond and maintain bonds is based in gratitude. It's worth noting that people who suffer from severe anxiety or depression often find it hard to be grateful at all, as though the pathways in their minds are completely blocked. If you happen to be one of those people, hearing that you need to be grateful might actually exacerbate your condition. In this scenario, we recommend you seek out the help of a cognitive behavioral specialist. In the meantime, if you'd like to do a deeper dive here on Grateful Grains, give week one on happiness, week seven on anxiety, and week eight on healing a try. We know firsthand what it can feel like when you're stuck in these kinds of ruts. I'd suggest that you take healing at your own pace. Dr. Nicole LaPera, the holistic psychologist on Instagram, is a fantastic resource, a fantastic place to start. If today's topic is resonating with you, we welcome you to bring your thoughts over to our Instagram account at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. If you're enjoying your time with us here on Grateful Grains, we'd love it if you would drop us a good review. You know we appreciate the support. And join us again tomorrow for day three of our week on gratitude. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.